When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Planners and Wine. My name is Megan. And I am Myra. Thank you all so much for joining us again on another episode. And this is a very special episode. This is actually our first interview. Myra, how are you feeling about it? I'm excited. Me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super excited. (laughs) Me too. Okay, so now we're going to introduce our guest. Um, She is the um, owner of the Honeybee Shop. Um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. Shan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I am so excited to be here. So excited to be one of y'all's first guests. I'm sure y'all are going to have many more amazing people to come. Yes. (laughs) I am like fangirling so hard right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the honeybee shop. Like it's, it's full circle for me because the honeybee shop was like, one it was the first shop that I ever bought like once I got into planning so it's like I'm talking to shit yes (laughs) I love it Myra you're now one of my PR girls which I've posted about uh how I kind of collect the people that I want to represent my business and that's I don't post applications I don't want people just wanting my stuff for free stuff I find people who like truly are already customers already know babe boxes this day I, you know, like all that right. stuff, because those are the people who are actually already kind of representing. And that's why, that's how I kind of collect my people. And that's it's a amazing. lot of fun. And I'm really excited. We just actually yeah. started the phase and it's yeah. going to just get more better. Yes, yeah, I'm <laughs> excited too. Yes. Never heard of that before at all. And I think that that's such a cool and organic way for mm-hmm. shops to have representatives. Like you said, you don't want people who have never given your shop a second thought and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh, maybe I can get some free product. You want people, yeah. who actual customers who actually care about your product and love your product because those are the are going to be the people who are going to be most excited about it and who are going to do the best job at helping sell it. So that's awesome. So, and we'll get into more details about the shop and stuff later. So, but first, Shan, like tell us about yourself and how you got started with your shop, how you got started in the planner community. Just tell us all that. Um, so I actually joined the planner community in 2015, the summer of 2015. And that's the year I graduated high school. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you're a baby. I was about to go to college. I was actually working um, a part-time job as a cashier at Kroger, mm-hmm. and I got fired <laughs> for wow. using a coupon. <laughs> what? Hold up. Pause. <laughs> details. Uh, our employees are not supposed to use coupons at Kroger or something? So you're only allowed to use your coupons. Like, if you shop at Kroger, they have yeah. the things called the Catalinas, and they basically print coupons specific to your purchases. Mm-hmm. And I used to work self-checkout, and I would take people's coupons if they didn't take them. Right. So I started collecting some coupons, yeah. and that was apparently against their terms <laughs> for mm-hmm. me to use. 
for me to use the paper that was left there anyway <laughs> instead wow. of just throwing it away right like it would have yeah. been thrown away of wow all right yep <laughs> looking at you Kroger crazy but <laughs> Yep, but uh, basically I lost my job. I used all the money I had for my job and I was about to, I had like $70 maybe left in my bank account and I bought an Aaron Condren, but we ain't going to discuss that. We ain't going to discuss that right now. <laughs> oh my God. That was <laughs> funny. An Aaron Condren, which you know, that bill came up to be about $70. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I spent all my money. My parents thought I was crazy. And before I got my planner, I started going on Pinterest because I saw people decorating their planners and mm-hmm. it was just really cool. So actually, before I got the planner, I decided to open up my shop. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did printables for the first three months of my business. Um, and from there, I didn't get a job, even though I told my parents I was applying for a job. <laughs> I didn't get a job. But I did make enough money to hold on to and save to buy my silhouette machines and to get, you know, the sticker paper and all that stuff. Um, so just like in less than three months, I was like full opened, like physical products and uh, have been a planner probably my whole life. Um, I know we all say that like, oh, yeah. we love pins and stickers <laughs> and stuff, but um, definitely since 2015, I'm like a hardcore planner now, but I did yeah. used to keep lists and always, uh, huge fan with uh going back to school like I can't wait to have kids just to go back to school shopping um <laughs> I used to love doing that <laughs> absolutely but um really it kind of just took off um the community was completely different back in 2015 uh-huh. uh there wasn't that many I mean there was there was a handful of shops I will say there was probably hundreds of planner shops then um compared to the thousands you know double digits now but um things were more simple. So really you didn't Mm -hmm. have to release too many big time products when I'm talking about like washi tapes, um, kind of products that are more common in the community now, other than just stickers, uh, stickers were kind of just like the hot seller. And so then, um, about 2017, I started kind of venturing into expanding our product line just from stickers. Um, and then 2019 we released the babe box and that's kind of my little journey of just just kind of evolving with the planner community as well. How did you like start to grow like your social media presence? I know you said it was a little bit different back in 2015 versus now, but mm-hmm. how did you start to grow that? Um, I think when it comes to social media, that's kind of this somewhat the same. Um, I was listening guys is uh, I think it was the second episode where you said that things are starting to come a little more personal now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, you were sharing things from your personal feed and then, you know, going over to your planner Instagram. I feel like now we're getting a little bit more personal, yeah. um, which is actually something I've always done because it's just, I don't know, like, it's just something that I've always gone into. Like, I didn't want to separate myself from the business right? because mm-hmm. my business is like my baby. I also want to be personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even though it comes with, you know, a little bit of vulnerability, you might get called out a little bit more for it because people can start creating opinions on you. I feel like that's been a huge successor for me uh, personally with my business. And even if I have gotten called out for, you know, having this opinion or people feel like they know me personal just because my Instagram. And again, you don't know me just because you switch. (laughs) But I feel like do kind of creating that you, you get a little peek into my life and, you know, in my planner and just more behind the business makes people kind of want to hang around a little bit longer than just you showing off stickers because um you know it's 
it's also people in the community. And I sometimes like a first, like a certain person compared to their planner style. And I'll follow them just because I like their commentary. I don't really use like whatever planner they use. Um, so I feel like really just kind of separating yourself from the whole crowd and just being like, this is who I am, yeah. you know? And I really think my, probably the thing that has helped me skyrocket my social media is just being me. And then also having to turn on that business space too when I need to. Right. So yeah. I think that's what's helped me out. Yeah. And you know what? That makes a lot of sense, especially if you even look at like some of the really big um, commercial planner companies like Aaron Kundra, like Happy Planner, a big part of their success has to do with these people who are associated mm-hmm. with the brand. People like Stephanie Fleming, people like um, Aaron Kundra herself. And as, as we can see from recent events, that can be a really good thing. And it can also be <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so personally for me, if my business goes failing, I'm going failing with it. <laughs> like, right. yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that I personally hold high to myself is like, when people think of a honeybee shop, I also want them to think of like, you know, Shan's behind yeah, that. Absolutely. And I don't ever really want to separate myself from my business. So if my business gets canceled, I'm getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Cause I mean, that just shows that your heart and your soul are into what you're doing. And like you said, I appreciate purchasing from somebody, a shop like that, to where there is a person that I like and that's cool, that's associated to it, rather than, you know, some a faceless shop where I have no idea who the people are behind the scenes or if they're even doing this because they actually care about the planet community right, and they're yeah. trying to add, you know, value to it or if they're just mm-hmm. doing it just to make some money. So that mm-hmm. definitely goes into my decision making as to what shops I want to support, you know, and what shops I don't want to support. And actually, I kind of, I'm curious, do you do all this by yourself? So until 20, until March of last year, I actually did it pretty much all by myself. My husband did work for me for maybe a year-ish and he was just cutting stickers. Don't give, we did not. (laughs) (laughs) But he was a huge help. That's a huge help in itself, believe it or not. But um, until March of last year, which would have put me at like three and a half years of doing my business. I did it all by myself. Um, I actually hired on my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so she works for me full time now. Wow. And then we, I've had a few interns, some um, high school girls come and work for me, kind of mm-hmm. wanting to learn graphic design, wanting to learn this and that. Um, but right now it's just me and mama be rocking the shop. Uh, awesome. Especially whenever COVID happened, I had to let some people go, um, yeah, which yeah. I've only had probably three full-time employees at one time, but uh, with the interns and stuff, I was just like, Hey, it's just going to be us in the shop right now right, because yeah. we have huge safety precautions with all that. Um, so right now it's just me and Mama B, and uh, I hope to expand it. But right now it works. Um, I do okay. most of the design work. Mom does fulfillment and quality control, and actually, um, we do bring in one of my mother's friends whenever we do babe boxes because I can't pack a babe box for the life. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know people have commented on how like perfectly packed the babe boxes are, and I was like, that ain't my fault. That's my mother's. <laughs> <laughs> the mama honey bee shop okay uh, uh-huh. so it's just us right now and you know until I hope to expand but um as of right now it works wow that is so cool yeah that's yeah. that's so crazy to me like with it just mainly well for the most part being two of you mm-hmm. and how many just how many bay box that I see just on Instagram mm-hmm. and that's that's not including the people who just don't post on Instagram Right. That's a lot of boxes. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. It's I, I'm so thankful. Uh the babe box was kind of a leap of faith. Like I it was maybe around Thanksgiving time of twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. 
And I was like, I think I want to do a subscription box. Mom was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, no, I think we're going to do a subscription box. <laughs> and then I ended up basically just ordering only a hundred boxes uh, for the first month. And we've gained about a hundred subscribers, subscribers each month, which is, I'm so wow. thankful. I'm so thankful. That's amazing. That is yeah. super cool. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> that, and for, okay, so tell me what goes into a bait box because I have no idea. Like what, what is, what exactly is it? Both of y'all break it down for me and for people who may not know. <laughs> <laughs> it basically changes up each month because I didn't want to be repetitive. Yeah. Um, I know Myra is very excited, excited for my Ursula sticker. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so the Tattoo Villains Babe Box was last month. Um, and it had, we always include a sticker book that has like 10 pages. You could spread it out a whole month if you wanted to, or if you're oh, wow. a white space or a no white space planner, you probably can make it last about two weeks. Um, so there's stickers. I do pins. I do washi tapes. I try to come up with all these crazy fun ideas that kind mm-hmm. of tie in with the planner things, but also can be used in like lifestyle products as yeah. well. We've done some like pop sockets and stuff like that. Um, what was in the last months? Uh, there was like actually a jelly sticker keeper that holds all our sticker books. And I'm really big on like organization as yeah. most of us are. Yeah, <laughs> so I always definitely. try to find items <laughs> that fit in so that not only can you use it that month, but mm-hmm. you can also use it like throughout the 12 months if you decide yeah. to stick around with me that long, you know? That is so awesome. I try to make them I try to make them go with each other, but also have a set theme. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It's like they have like a, like a cohesive Mm -hmm. flow from month to month, but they are their, their own like individual boxes. That sounds really cool. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, I'm wanting to say this last box was when we put it in the shop, it'll probably have around like a 90 to a hundred dollar value and they're only 30 bucks a month. So it's like a super, it's better for you to subscribe instead of picking up the extras, which I still offer the extras in case you just want one item or two items. Um, But it's best if you're liking the whole thing, just subscribe. It's so much cheaper. And also like you can cancel at any time. I I try to make things very lenient because it actually makes things easier for me, believe it or not, instead of having to say, you know, someone, I know, I can't remember who did a subscription where it's like you're tied in for three months, which is totally fine. I get it from a business standpoint, but it's like, I would hate to have to argue with someone on being like, no, especially with COVID happening. No, I can't give you your money back or, you know, and during that time, I kind of let loose of my policies because, you know, it was a hard time for all of us. Um, So I, no commitment here at the shop. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> I, just, if, I feel like even when people go into it, knowing that there's some type of commitment, you're still going to have those handful of people who are going to be like, no, I don't want this yeah. anymore. Like, that's going to be you wasting your time arguing back and forth with them yep. and yeah. dealing with all that mess when it's just like, okay, girl, you can go. Cause mm-hmm. you know, if they want to go, they can, but obviously right. customers who want to be there. So right. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I not just saying this because Shanda's right here, but those bay boxes are quality. Like you get really good stuff. And like and like she said, because I think like the sticker books on like your shop, if you get it separate, it's like fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. You might mm-hmm. as well put the extra right. fifteen bucks and get right. all this other amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's it's a really good deal. Yeah, it sounds like it. It definitely <laughs> sounds like it is. See, hold okay. up. Y'all about to make me spend some money. <laughs> I 
wasn't supposed to be spending. I just told myself today, I've been going crazy in quarantine buying planners. Oh, yeah. Like, You're not the only one. I've been getting so much, so many packages to the house every other time my husband is looking like, what you got now? Don't you have enough planners here? No, you can never have enough planners. No, it doesn't exist. It does not exist. I definitely want to talk about some current events. So with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, your your shop took a really hard stance when it came to it. You were super clear and super upfront about exactly where you stood. There was no ands, ifs, or buts. I kind of want, I want to know, how did your audience react to that? Like the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that. So believe it or not, I, I didn't get much backlash from it. Uh, I feel like with what I've, I've actually spoken uh, back in 2017, it might have been 2018, on uh, and did a freebie for Black Lives Matter. So I feel like my audience has mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. I've already kind of molded my audience to know what I'm about. Um, also, I, I'm, I advocate for a lot of things like mental health and mm-hmm. just, some, just some touchy topics anyways, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like this isn't a touchy topic. It's, it's life, you know, it's like yeah. actually what's going on in the world right now. Um, so I feel like I've kind of molded my audience anyways to already be there and understand, um, and also take part in my stance. Uh, so I really, I didn't get much backlash. I did get a few messages that were just like, not blocked, like whatever. Uh, I tried to sit there and explain to them or, you know, take my time and educate them. But if it was just, it was just a one-sided conversation, I'm like, ah, nope, nope. Really honestly didn't didn't see much backlash from it and nothing to enough to phase me. Yeah. Um, and of course my follower count went up and down, up and down, up and down during it. But I don't think that's something that you can really look at yeah. in, in a time like this. It's like, I didn't want you here anyway. Yeah. kind of thing. Right. It's like, right. so, luckily, right. you know, I feel like my audience has already been kind of used to what I'm talking about. Yeah. So not much backlash at all. Right, right. And I'm sure probably whatever backlash you did, it was probably from newer people who who hadn't been around for too long. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and you know, I think with the with the larger planner companies, it's crazy to me that they will be more scared about taking a stand and taking and picking a side than a smaller company who if you lost hundreds and hundreds of subscribers and and per and customers, you would absolutely feel that. Happy planner and Aaron Conjuring. They're mm-hmm. not going to feel that the way it's yeah. going no. you to have the bravery and the perseverance to know that this is something that's important. And if you're a customer of mine and you can't get with this, I don't want you to be a customer anyway. It's like, it makes you question, why couldn't these big, huge corporations yeah. and companies <laughs> be able to do the same thing without being <laughs> so scared? And if I'm they sorry. had set the same standard, if they had been about human rights and advocacy mm-hmm. from day one when they first started like you like you said their audience would know them and they wouldn't have been surprised and they wouldn't have yeah. been shocked and they wouldn't have got all this backlash but because they've always rolled the fence when they finally mm-hmm. decided to take a side these customers who had no idea where they stood they just assumed they stood on one side they were like wait a minute I didn't know that you were, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, you're really leading by example, absolutely, when it comes to to how these companies need to handle things that are going on in the world and how they affect their customers, even if it doesn't affect them personally, you know? So I absolutely commend you for that. Yes, well, absolutely. I don't, I can't say thank you. Like, it's just, it's, it's what's, it's what's right to me. Yeah. Right. And I, I always stand by that. Like, um, I do, I, 
never really thought of it that way of like these bigger companies um not really like and I feel like they just they've just played the fence like they were like we're gonna we're gonna please both of yep. the sides of the party or both yep. of the sides of the argument and it just it wasn't a good look at all yeah um and I don't know I feel like I feel like I don't know that's how I feel about the whole situation I'm just like I don't know man yeah you kind of messed up there <laughs> <laughs> Big time. A, little bit, a little bit not even kind of you did you know? <laughs> right and so, how we talked about on another episode it's like you can play the fence on a lot of things you can't play the mm-hmm. fence when it comes to racism right and, no. and human rights like you just you can't do that <laughs> no no and it, it, it'll it'll just weed out the people who i don't want to be a part of anyway yeah. so yeah it's kind of like everybody is just doing uh, us a favor like if you if you can't sit there and make a stance on black lives matter but you want to say basically give a not it wasn't direct all lives matter statement mm-hmm. but, but you kind of said it you know yeah. Yeah. like I, I know where i stand and i know i went on my instagram and i kind of regret it going off about erin condren because mm-hmm. it's really not my place to kind of judge what's going like what her stance is right now because it doesn't yeah. affect me um and I did go off and I was like I'm not using my EC daily do I'm not using this I'm gonna donate it and I still plan on doing that and I still yeah. plan on not using it but yeah. I was like I felt like I was people thought I was judging them on yeah. them using yeah. it so the next morning I was like you guys I do not care I do not care I was just a little <laughs> heated shouldn't have been that heated um and that's where I kind of have to like draw a line like even though I am personal on my Instagram, I have to remember like logic over emotion, right, <laughs> like yeah. try to come on and be a little bit more logical with what's going on than be emotional. But once all that happened with her, uh, that news article, I was like, nope, nope, we're burning yeah. it. And of course, I'm not going to burn a planner. I spent <laughs> that, but I was a part of that crowd that was just like, nope, you know what? Yeah. But I'm not going to judge anyone for using an Aaron Condren. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you. I spent your money. Right, it's just yeah. if I see you start promoting her again, then I'm just like, yeah. I don't think that's who I want to be following, or I don't really want to, you know, be a part of that. Right, right. And I totally understand <laughs> that. I definitely totally understand that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's easy to get emotional over all this stuff. And I have to, I have to learn that, like, my emotions really don't mean nothing right now. I just need to be logic, mm-hmm. yeah. keep my head on straight, just keep going uh, and do what I can absolutely yeah it is really hard not to get emotional because I feel like planning in general is it's so much passion into Mm -hmm. it just in general and then when it's Mm -hmm. like colliding with like basically your livelihood like my life yeah like companies that you really went hard for not Mm -hmm. value your life it's hard (laughs) it's hard Mm because you have to bring it but you have to bring it back to like it is paper it is stickers Mm -hmm. I got to calm down, (laughs) but it is, it is hard because it's such a, a passionate hobby, so to speak. It is. Right. And it definitely seems like the, the vibe in the environment online has definitely calmed down Mm -hmm. since last week. And that's, and last week I just kept, I was just like, oh my God, can this week just be over? Can somebody else mess (laughs) up? Can this just blow over? I just, like you said, every, everybody's emotions were running so, so high. And it's like, we kind of started losing focus on who really messed up. Did yeah. people who are still using their products that they purchased messed up, messed up? Or was it Aaron Condren, the person, the individual who messed up? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I feel like it kind of got lost in translation who everybody was mad because everybody was just mad. 
but yeah. I was just mad and I told I get that I totally get that I was mad too so mm-hmm. absolutely what shop advice would you give to someone that is looking to start their own planner ish sticker ish kind of business do it 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 sure has changed mine and I'm sure so many other people's lives um uh, I mean even if you feel like you aren't going to be good enough or you feel like the competition's way heavy right now do it I mean there's shops that just opened like a year ago who have like made their way up into so-called the chain of the planner shops or you know big shop little shop kind of thing whatever that means you know it's like I feel like no matter what, as long as you make yourself unique, or if you have an idea that you haven't seen, do it. Like, I mean, also I've seen a lot uh, come into play with digital shops. A lot of people are getting iPads and they already knew how to do art, but they technically don't have the funds or the sources to make stickers or planner supplies. I buy digitals all the time and I wish more people (laughs) did digitals. Like, I feel like no matter what, just do it. Um, Even if it's just a side hobby for you, it was... It was my personal like hustle, like I was wanting to make this a career mm-hmm. when I first started. But I know a lot of people start with it being a side hobby or a side right. job. Um, and I know so many people who have quit their jobs, like their six-figure jobs, to be a part of the community and be a shop in the community. And I think that's a, I think it's really cool what we've created here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think anybody who, if you feel like you have that little tickle in your toes that you want to open up a shop, just you know, do it. Yeah. And I mean, really the advice is just to put yourself into your work, like release original stuff, release unique Mm -hmm. things. Someone will come across it and probably love it. Um, you know, and just, and just live off that. I mean, I really don't think there's many ways you can mess up being a planner shop owner. Um, I feel like the community makes it really easy for you to be the majority of the community makes it really (laughs) easy for you to be a business owner in the community. Um, And I mean, just go with it, really. Yeah, that's awesome advice. That's really I don't know cool. if you wanted more, like. No, that's no, no that, that's really awesome. At the end of the day, you don't know whether or not you're going to be successful if you don't even just jump out there and try it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think a lot of times people can be their own worst enemy, second guessing, thinking, you know, oh, it's oversaturated, it's so many shops, but you can have your unique perspective and your unique thing that you can bring to the table. So exactly, exactly. So Shan, we want to get into some fun, get to know you questions um, <laughs> before we wrap up. Um, I'm going to ask you the first one. Would you rather trade some intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? Probably looks for intelligence. Looks for All right, so I got the next one. So if everything in your house had to be one color, what color would you choose? A pink. Yeah. I oh gotta do that. It's <laughs> already pink. Yes, pink. Yes. Okay. La- next question. What animal will be the most terrifying if it could speak? To you. Oh God. Honestly, pigs. If I saw a pig speak, like I, think I agree with that. I don't know. I think it would be pigs. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that for sure. What would you rather have? Unlimited sushi for life or unlimited tacos for life? Oh, 
That's all. That's hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one was hard. I was like, hold up. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta say sushi, though. I'm a yeah. big fan of sushi. Sushi's yeah. good. Sushi's mm-hmm. really good. Um, if you had a warning label, what would yours say? <laughs> Probably proceed with caution. Okay. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. That's a good one. Would you rather go 30 days without your phone or your entire life without dessert? Probably 30 days without my phone. Yeah. Dessert keeps me going. I feel the same way. I don't know, y'all. I was about to say, I don't think Myra likes dessert. You don't like dessert like that, do you? Um, does candy count? (laughs) If candy doesn't count. (laughs) okay would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a great team probably the best player on a bad team (laughs) (laughs) okay i disagree because i feel like that would be so frustrating to be so good and have a horrible team it's like lebron you're right I would, I would have to carry the whole team. There yeah. you go. <laughs> if one animal was made the size of an elephant, which would be the scariest? Oh, God, I think of anything's the size of an elephant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think I agree. <laughs> I think, like, any animal that shouldn't be the size of an elephant. Would like, maybe, like, a rat. Could you imagine like an elephant-sized rat? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Why why are we so like Mickey Mouse is so cute, but he he's basically a giant rat. Like why are we so <laughs> but he's That's so true. cute? That's very true. <laughs> Who or where would you hunt if you were a ghost? Oh gosh. Aaron Condra? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no save. Hunt all the people who have ever came after me. Yeah. Just so I could, just so I could laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you were reincarnated as a famous landmark, which would it be? Maybe like Niagara Falls or something. I feel like that's a very calming place to go. Is that a national landmark? I think so. Cause yeah. I was just about to say, I'm just going to think of landmarks. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think. I was just thinking like the Grand Canyon or something. Yeah. But I think Niagara Falls, it's, it's very calming. Yeah, People it is. Like just enjoy water. And I'm. Yeah. It's probably I'd probably the be on the, the Canada side of Niagara Falls, though. Yeah, <laughs> because forget I'll go to the Canada side. <laughs> Shan, thank you so much for doing this. It was so great talking to you. You are just so you're just such a light in this community. Yes, I just sure. appreciate your advocacy. I appreciate everything you're doing and how hard you're working. Let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can buy your products. Well, first off, thank you guys. You're thank welcome. you guys for having me. Seriously, this has been so much fun. Um, you can definitely find me on Instagram at the Honey Bee Shop. Remember, it's not B E E, just the letter B. <laughs> <laughs> just honeybeeshop.com. You can find me all there. Perfect, yes. perfect. And we'll have um, Myra's discount code for Shan's shop in our yes. uh, <laughs> box. <laughs> so y'all can get, a- can't get the, uh, the bait box, the tattoo villain bait box that's sold out. Mm-mm. But stick around. But so you're out having a pre order. Yes, we're having a pre sale July 10th through the 17th. So you can pick up all those items. All of our tattoo Disney collection will be available. Yeah. Awesome. I will awesome. be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I don't touch it. <laughs> so I will be shopping. Look out for my feed. It's going to be some honeybee shop stickers on my next spread. It's probably going to be in an Eric Cudger planner, so, you know, don't judge me, but it's going to be <laughs> this girl stickers. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Shan, and y'all stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the episode in just a minute. We are back. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Shan from the Honeybee Shop. She was so awesome and so sweet to do this. We appreciate her so much. We really hope y'all go check out her shop. And like I said, Myra's code for a 15% discount um, is in the show notes. So that's Myra, M-Y-R-A 15 for 15% discount for the Honeybee Shop. So definitely go check her out. So Myra, now that we've handled some business, Let's get to the tea. We do have some updates uh, from Planner Getting. So this is Planner Getting Part Two, <laughs> basically. Just to wrap get... up, hopefully this is it. Hopefully, hopefully this is it. <laughs> so let's start uh, with everything going on with the Happy Planner. So the lovely Hannah Joy, uh, she did a live last week, and as y'all know. Um, she had announced um, earlier in the week last week that she would no longer be employed with the Happy Planner moving forward. This absolutely caught all of us off guard. I mean, Myra, were you as shook as I was when she announced that she wasn't going to be a Happy Planner anymore? Yes. Yes. Well, like I said, I, at first I thought it was just like, maybe she, because you know, she does theater and stuff like that. So I was mm-hmm. thinking that at first, but I'm like, hold on. COVID's still out here. Ain't no shows mm-hmm. and nothing going on. So like Not what, it. what is happening? So, yeah. and she, she is just, she's like a, one of those lights in the community. Yeah. So for that to happen to her is just, it right. was just mind blowing. Yeah. Right. And she, okay. So in her life, she did get into a little, a little bit more of the details of what was going on. So in her words, she said that she was told that she was being let go from the Happy Planner Company um, due to COVID-19. For them to let go of Hannah, that really just caught me off guard. I mean, like you said, she is really, uh, when you think about Happy Planner, you think about Stephanie Fleming and Hannah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like she had really yeah. become one of the faces of the company. So that is super shocking to me. I mean, she said that she did not want to leave. And mm-hmm. if they had, if they wouldn't have let her go, she wouldn't be leaving. Yeah. So, I mean, it's super devastating to me because I just, I just love her and I just love her as being a part in the face of, of the happy planner, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's having like Hannah, Stephanie, Kayla, Stephanie's daughter, um, just there, it kind of gave you that, like, although they did sell, they'd been sell a part of the company like a year ago, Mm -hmm. but it still gave you that feeling like that family feeling like these people are the face of the company and they care about, right. You know what they're putting out. So it made it easier for you to buy happy planner stuff because they were so excited and happy about using it too. Mm-hmm. So for them to let her go, is just like, what, what is y'all thinking? <laughs> Honestly, like what were y'all thinking? But Exactly. Exactly. And, and just to clarify some things also. So I think most of us know that Happy Planner had announced a partnership with a um, another company last year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when they announced it last year, they announced it as a partnership. In actuality, a um, portion of Happy Planner was bought out. 
uh, you know, partnership is just the name they put on it, but basically this company has the majority share of the happy planner company. So it seems to me that when a decision like this is made, it is kind of out of Stephanie's hands, you know, she's not the CEO. She's not the sole owner, any of this. And like I said, when they, um, you know, uh, were bought out by that company, they had to give up a certain amount of control. And it seems like it was a majority control of the company, which is how something like this would happen. Because if you see the relationship between Stephanie and Hannah and Stephanie's daughter, Kayla, like, I just couldn't imagine Stephanie I think that Hannah would have been the last person to be let go of Happy Planner if she yeah. had it yeah. to do herself. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like it would be the employees would be down to Hannah, Kayla, and yeah. Stephanie before yeah. she let Hannah go. I totally so think so it's, too. It's just um, with them giving a little bit more clarity, um, Stephanie included uh, did a lot as well, but with them giving a little bit more clarity of what happened, you kind of see that this was turning more into. Um, from a small business, from a mm-hmm. family-owned business to a corporation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Once they got bought out, absolutely. And that's mm-hmm. that's what definitely Stephanie said. And just one more thing that Hannah brought up, she did clarify that um, she she's not on the social media team for Happy Planner, so she had nothing to do with that Black Lives Matter uh, fumble or All Lives Matter mm-hmm. fumble, as I should call it. Yeah. That, that was not her. So anybody yeah. directed any, toward, any type of hate or um you know un uh, meanness towards her i mean you shouldn't be doing that anyway but just to clarify that did not come from her at all so yeah but yeah we i'm happy to see that hannah still i mean she's still been active on social media she's still been posting posting with other planners and other stickers mind you yeah (laughs) she's very still very much a part of the community which i totally love and appreciate because like like we said like she's just a really light and and sweet person to have in the community and I would have hated to lose her because of this stuff with Happy Planner but yeah yeah and it just seems like this kind of gave her an opportunity to be a little bit more creative Mm -hmm. like even in her most recent post like I can not that she wasn't creative before but Mm -hmm. you know her trying new things and different planners is just like I cannot wait to see what's going to come from her absolutely me too me too and um okay so i believe the next day stephanie did a live kind of piggybacking off of hannah's live to try to clarify some things on her own she talked about the majority of the company being sold to a private equity company Mm -hmm. um last year like we talked about um she basically said the reason that they did that is because they needed partners to help with the growth of the company because even though it was a family-owned family-run business they just couldn't handle how quickly and how much the company was growing which you know that yeah, makes sense that's understandable yeah it's, it's definitely understandable um and she said that the company culture changed behind the scenes um and the day-to-day operations was just not a place for her to thrive in i think mm-hmm. stephanie is kind of like us to where yeah. the corporate environment is just not fun to us (laughs) right right it stifles your creativity some and I can definitely see from a perspective where this was your company and it used to have such a family fun vibe and that changing you know pretty much overnight to this corporate thing I could absolutely see somebody not being able to to deal with that um appropriately so um she really didn't shed too much light on the timing of mm-hmm. everything uh but i mean 
my personal opinion is that she just was not happy about how they did Hannah, and so she decided to walk out the door too. I I don't know that. That is just <laughs> these are that, theories, right? This is that that is just my theory of what happened because I can just see Stephanie being a loyal person like that and yeah. being very unhappy about what happened, you know, with Hannah. But you know, if that's the case, you know, maybe hopefully we'll get some clarity in the future. But you know, who really knows? What, yeah, and it, it makes complete sense to me. I know she mentioned that she was already planning on retiring, mm-hmm. so it probably was just a snowball effect and. Hannah being let go was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back pretty much like you know what let's do it now right and I know she had mentioned that you know she was crying a lot and basically since all the planner getting stuff started yeah you know she was really stressing out and probably was before that too so yeah I I don't blame her I mean she has the means to go ahead and you know she don't have to pretty much take this so Right. So right, I don't right. I don't blame her at all. Yeah. Not at absolutely. all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she did say that her the reason why her daughter Kayla left was because um it was a family business when she started and she just wanted to learn more about the family business. But she got opportunity to go back into her um career field that she went to school before I believe she's an esthetician. Mm-hmm. Um so she decided to go back to that and it was just it was just the right time. This is just just when she got the the job opportunity to do that. And she did say that her and Kayla are no longer doing the podcast because Kayla yeah. has that full-time job now um which is unfortunate i know a lot of people really liked um that podcast but she did say her book is still coming and she'll be still be sharing stuff online and and things like that yeah yeah i was a little bit sad about the podcast i did um hop in a few episodes i actually one of the episodes i heard she uh kayla rather was talking about how much she loves like skincare and stuff and you know that's what she went to school for that's where her passion is so that makes sense too. Right. I think it, it was more so like for us on the outside looking in, it's like, what is going on? And mm-hmm. it just so happened that everything was happening at the same time. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. So uh, we definitely wish them the best. I mean, I honestly, I'm going to miss them. Is, is I am. Part of the happy, it's yeah. hard for me to imagine the Happy Planner without Stephanie and Hannah and Kayla. I just feel like yeah. they were just so essential to that brand as far as like their online presence and all that. It's just very, very hard for me to picture what the company looks like without that, you know? Yeah. And it's it's honestly making me like really side eye Happy Planner as a company. Because mm-hmm. for you to not even see like how ingrained um those faces are in the community, especially mm-hmm. Anna's. Mm-hmm. Um like happy planner release like they just released something like a few days ago and it's like but there's no you know there's no hannah showing us off stuff there's no stephanie giving us little sneaks it just doesn't feel right so right it just makes me sad out of company because it's like y'all really running this as a corporation i mean Mm -hmm. i get that's what y'all was there to do but that's not how y'all how the happy planner came out to be it wasn't built like a corporation and i i don't even know where is it going to go from here right because right. that I think that's what brought a lot of us into the happy planner mm-hmm. is that that vibe that they give gave off and now y'all just very nine to five and it, like yeah. going back to business as usual and it's just it just doesn't yeah. rub right with me 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we'll, yeah. And um, Erica, also one of the mentors, she made a YouTube video explaining <laughs> why she left also. Um, so from what I gather from her, from her uh, video is that sounds like the mentors are official employees um, mm -hmm. of the Happy Planner now because she basically said this this mentorship opportunity came along as an employment opportunity also and she was mm -hmm. super 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 excited about it um she said that she can't talk about a lot but she said that there were a lot of red flags behind mm -hmm. the scenes and, and once again she brought up this whole corporate environment type of thing that she mm -hmm. just has no interest um in being a part of and um she basically said without well, she kind of did directly say it that a lot of her leaving has to do with Hannah leaving also. Yeah. So, and I, and I, and I realized that the mentors had a really close relationship with Hannah. Um, I believe that their process was that the squad turns in projects to not only the mentors, but to Hannah also. So obviously they were all working closely together and, you know, Erica has been around the happy planner for years also. So I'm sure she yeah. has built up a super close relationship with Hannah and Stephanie and, you know, maybe for her, it just didn't feel the same to stick around without them, which I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, as she said, there was some red flags like flashing too mm -hmm. before her being let go to happen as well. Like I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't blame her either. It's just, um, it was just all happening at the same time, which isn't, that really isn't a good look for the happy planner. So I just oh. don't understand why they would let her go at this time. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, I agree. it doesn't make any sense, but a lot of stuff that companies do don't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. And it's yeah. like, especially since, because one thing Stephanie kept saying in her live was that, you know, the company that they, they bought them out, you know, loves their company, believes in their vision and all that stuff. But at the same time, a corporate environment, a corporate company like that, the bottom line to them is money. Yeah. how to make money whereas stephanie obviously stephanie is going to be interested in money but at the end of the day she loves she loves her company and you know whatever is best for the company as a whole and the customers was probably more of her priority whereas this corporation's priority is making money so they yep. probably didn't see the value in hannah they didn't see the value in having stephanie around they probably didn't see the value of the mentors and the happy planner squad and all that stuff so I am, I'm very wary of what Happy Planner is going to do moving forward. And I hope that, you know, they don't make too many more changes because a lot of the things that are leaving are the reason, like you said, that we even started purchasing and, and supporting the Happy Planner in the first place. And if those things aren't there anymore, I mean, I can get cute stickers from a lot of places. Yeah. So. Look, look, the honeybee shop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the honeybee shop. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, I absolutely, I think, and this, again, theory, speculation, I think a lot of what the co corporation is looking at, since they are in big retailers, like craft retailers, I mean, heck, they even in Walmart. Mm -hmm. So, um, regular old, don't know anything about the planner community person, like, hey, I just need a planner, will go in to Walmart and see the happy planner. I think they're banking off of that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I think what um, what's really going to continue to make the happy planner grow is their core 
hardcore people who yeah. are like like me, a ton of people on yeah. Instagram, um, who knows when the release is dropping up at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern, <laughs> ready to right. um to purchase. I that's I think not that I know, but that's what I feel like would really keep that business afloat. Yeah. And I uh this is just not a good look at all corporation happy planner it's just not a good look at all no it's not you're losing a lot of these people that really are die hard by honestly by just letting her go Mm -hmm. i think so too by letting all them go absolutely yeah Yeah, i think so too and and so also the happy planner did do a a new release this week that you brought up earlier Mm -hmm. and i'm not happy with the happy planner and i'm gonna tell y'all why i'm not happy with the happy planner um ever since Aaron Kundra has been getting all this heat. I kind of feel like Happy Planner has kind of just been hiding. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they don't want too much attention to come about them, about the areas that they lack. Has anybody at Happy Planner that we've known of done something as egregious publicly as Aaron Kundra? No. But Happy Planner has had absolutely had problems with um, diversity and inclusion in their products, in their squad. They have had some issues with that also. And I don't see Happy Planner doing anything to address any of this stuff. They put out that one statement about donating $30,000 to some, um, you know, Black organization, which is great, which is a start. But what else are they doing? Happy Planner has not released any type of diversity numbers. We have no idea what their who their company is made up of. And if you're leaving people to come to their own conclusions about it, the conclusions are not going to be good. Yeah. Because I'm going to guess that if you're not being transparent and telling us who who are the people in your company, who's the people running your company, it makes me think that you you're hiding it on purpose and you got something to hide. So, and, and they have not released no any additional statements about how they're making their company more inclusive how they're making their company and their products more diverse they have not said anything about this and i the optimist in me wants to think that they're doing something behind the scenes but the pessimist in me is like no like if you're doing something be upfront tell us so that if you don't do it we can hold you accountable which is something that i can say i do appreciate about what the Aaron Condren company is doing right mm-hmm. now because they have in the CEO's a video that she made this week, she released their diversity numbers and she mm-hmm. was transparent about the fact that even though 85% of their leadership is women, a hundred percent of them are white people. Yeah. That's not good. But yeah. she knew that that's not good. And she yeah. still said it anyway. She wasn't saying that as a good thing. She was saying that as I know this and I know this is something we absolutely have to work on and my guess Myra is that Happy Planners leadership community uh, team looks exactly the same way Aaron Condors does which is oh yeah but (laughs) they doing to change it that's the thing whereas Aaron Condren is letting us know we know this is not good that's why we're telling you this so that we can change it and y'all can hold us accountable if we don't yeah and I think most of us logically speaking understand that this is not going to change overnight Mm -hmm. but for the happy planner, to me, it just kind of, like you said, it looks like they're high end. They said, oh, look, the heat's off of us. Yep. <laughs> Let's go ahead and drop a release. Business like, as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, business as usual. And that just feels so disingenuous to me. And it, mm-hmm. it's just making me side eye them. And I, like I said before, like my friend who, one of my best friends who was not a planner babe was like, I never thought I'd hear you say that. 
I never thought I hear you say you would not purchase from them. And every passing day with them like kind of hot and behind this whole EC thing. Yeah. It's just like I'm I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm done right now too. Yeah. I need to, I need I feel to like it felt like that was just a moment that had passed, mm-hmm. but it's it's a movement. My life isn't my life isn't just a, a thirty thousand uh, dollar black square post. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. it is worth that is my life is worth what way much more than that. And if you mm-hmm. can't value my life and my brother and sister's lives, like mm-hmm. you can't yeah. have my money. Exactly. <laughs> you can't exactly. Have my money. And you can't just throw some stickers at me and think the think it's just gonna go away. Mm-hmm. It was tempting. It so was tempting. it was tempting, but <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was but yeah, they, I, I, and I'm, I'm definitely like to say it. I'm not a, I'm a never say never type of person. I'm never just going to say I'm totally done with the brand. I was not doing that with Aaron Country and I'm not doing that mm-hmm. with Happy Planner, but yes, absolutely I, agree. Yeah. I will be done until you show me that you're making changes. Like you said, those changes do not have to be overnight. I just mm-hmm. have to know that you're trying and right. I really That's appreciate it. the Aaron Country company letting us know, Hey, we're trying. This is where yeah. we, we know we've messed up in the past. We know it. We and we know that we can do better. And if you give us some time, we'll get there. And I mean, that's what I'm ha- hanging my head on. And that's why I, I I don't have any problems supporting them moving forward because yeah. at least I know they're trying. And so and like even this week, I think just yesterday they released a Spanish version of their teacher planner. That's mm-hmm. not something that they just cooked up overnight. Yeah, all this stuff go away. That's clearly something that they've had in the works for a minute. You know, I had yeah. somebody question me on Instagram asking, "Well, you know, why wasn't it released when the other teacher lesson planner was released?" I was like, "I don't know. Maybe it wasn't ready then. You know, maybe it's ready now. It doesn't really matter it because yeah. it happened a couple weeks later. But you still not gonna be able to use it to August." regardless yeah the point is it's available now and I think that's a huge step in the right direction that's that's not even directly related to everything that's going on but still speaks volumes to where a brand stands as far as being more inclusive and diverse Mm -hmm. and really wanting their company to reflect their customer base so I I mean I applaud them for that I absolutely do I we give credit where credit is due yeah we will read you and and (laughs) when it's due we don't play favorites here at all yeah absolutely yeah and I mean it I've heard that it typically takes like a planner from um idea to production about a year year and a half Mm -hmm. so I I full-heartedly believe that that was in the works way before any of this it could have been just due to COVID COVID been delaying a whole lot of stuff so I don't I don't understand why people just automatically look at folks trying and try to like tear it down basically like oh why didn't you put it out here I same thing with like the happy planner why didn't you post it then why didn't you do that but I mean if they are making strides I well happy planner wasn't a good example because they (laughs) (laughs) which I know what I mean right right if if a company is making strides they're giving statements they're putting folks only they're releasing this um uh Spanish planner these are steps yeah yeah. These are steps. People are looking for folks to take leaps. Like, and I told you one of the comments that I seen on the, um, I think it was the uh, Aaron statement. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to forego two months of um, all profits and send it to Black Lives Matter. That's a leap. 
How they gonna play that? And that is unrealistic. <laughs> they have a they have a payroll. <laughs> have um, people who, as from their diversity numbers, are black, right? Right. And would not get paid if that would happen. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so no, that's not a solution. And then, like yeah, you said right. earlier, that is a moment. That's not something yeah. that's sustainable. The what mm-hmm. we we don't want some little overnight quick fix, throw some money at the problem and it goes away. We yeah. want sustainable changes that will help make this company and make the community better as a whole in the long term. That's not giving two whatever give, giving two months of all your profits to Black Lives Matter. That's a very very temporary thing and I guarantee you even if they did that, that same person would still be saying that that wasn't enough. So you're yep. definitely not going to please everybody <laughs> in this situation. If and th- there are people out there who are absolutely done and there's nothing that Aaron Condren can do to make up for it and that's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. totally fine. And that's, that's totally right. your decision. Yeah. But one thing that I just got annoyed about I, when I was reading the comments from the CEO statement, I was like, y'all are the same people who've been, who've been screaming from the rooftops that you're done this whole week. So why are you even still coming? And why are you even <laughs> still paying attention? If there's nothing that this brand can do to make you happy, why do you even care at this point? Because for me, if I cancel something and I'm for real about it, it's canceled. I don't care what they're doing. It doesn't matter what they're doing. And if they can't do anything to bring me back, I'm not even throwing my comments out there no more. I'm not wasting my time or my energy on them anymore. Exactly. And y'all shouldn't either. Me to post, it's like, oh, okay. I'm I'm moving on. Why am I commenting if I'm done with this? I don't know. Some of these folks still following EC. (laughs) (laughs) Some of y'all still in these Facebook groups too. Right. He's done. Right. And it, it makes me question your true intentions. Are you just done until the right product come out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, yes, and I'm, definitely, I'm not trying to call nobody out or nothing like that. I just feel like it's not productive to be in the comments of these companies leaving nasty com like saying mean, unproductive things. Like if you want to put like a realistic um, goal or something they can realistically do to change in the comments by all means. But if yeah. you're done, don't just leave comments telling them that over and over again, or just being mean and nasty to them or to other people who are still supporting the company. Like ever since everything happened, I have not left one comment on happy planner page because I don't care at this point. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I don't care. Like, unless they, and you know, they tell me something that they're going to do to change it. I'll tell them just like I wrote on Aaron Country's post. I appreciate that. And I look forward to seeing, you know, more changes of what you're going to do. But if you, if, it, if you're not talking about changing, I, I don't want to hear what you got to say. And you're not going to, I'm not going to waste my energy going back to these pages of these companies that I'm so-called done with just so I can talk, you know, excuse my French shit. Yeah. <laughs> in the comments i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not doing anything that's not productive yeah and i think a lot of people thrive off of the arguments the being tagged and stuff the drama lots the drama yeah people mm-hmm. thrive off of that and it's just even if you're doing it for yourself like it's it's not i don't know maybe i'm different it's just not a good feeling to be getting 45 different messages about mm-hmm what EC did that's not going to pay any of our bills so why <laughs> not paying are we even talking about this <laughs> and I just feel like there are and that's why if, if you are somebody who is if you're done but you're still invested into what's going on with Aaron Cundren or Happy Planner 
really reflect to yourself and think about why you're wasting that energy on it. There are so many more things that you can spend your energy and your time on. Brianna Taylor's murderers are still free out here living their lives. Mm-hmm. One of them has been fired from their job, but that's I don't feel like that's sufficient when you take somebody's life by accident. You you can't just go on with the rest of your life like you didn't do nothing wrong. That is something that you can spend your energy on. If you care about the Black Lives Matter movement, that's something that you can be commenting on. That's something that you can be posting about. Stop wasting all your energy on these companies that you claim to be done with. That's why. It's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little waste of time. <laughs> a full waste of time and energy. And it benefits no one. No one. It benefits no one. So why bother? Right. And I think that's why it was just so dramatic and emotions were so high last week is because so many people were so saying so many things and not listening and not mm-hmm. being productive. And obviously people are mad and they say things when they're mad and angry or whatever, but you still got to have to, you know, bring it back to logic. Like Shan said, like, don't let your emotions override your logic. Like really reflect to yourself. Like, why do I care so much about this? Like, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about how Erin Conjure herself did announce that she was taking a leave of absence um, from the company. I think that leave of absence is going to turn into a uh, stepping down. If I, if my guess is Erin Conjure is behind the scenes negotiating, um, maybe selling, sell, <laughs> selling off her part of the company or something like that. Because I, from this situation and from people's reaction, I just see no way that she's ever going to be able to put her face on that Aaron Conjure Instagram page. And she, they're not going to get a crazy amount of comments like, oh, you know, you bad. That was a, that was a short break. Even six months from now, <laughs> people are going to still be like, girl, no, ma'am, you are yeah. done. Yeah, people are relentless. I'm curious to see, I'm going to pull it up now, if she is even on their website, like if, if her face is on the website. But um yeah, I totally agree with you. And again, this is theories, you know, we don't mm-hmm. know for sure. But um, I, that's the only way I can think they can honestly recover from it. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta go. The yeah, changes that they're doing is great. But I definitely, I just, and maybe if she just wants to stay behind the scenes and stay, you know, making moves with the company behind the scenes, maybe it'll die down enough and they can let that ride. But as far as her being the face and the voice of the company, I think that's over. I think that is a wrap. And that's my opinion, but I just, because honestly, I'm I'm really happy and really proud of the Aaron Country Company and what they're doing to move forward. But mm-hmm. even me, who hasn't been dogging them out, if I see her on their page anytime in the near future, even I'm gonna be kind of side eyeing like, girl. Oh yeah, you need yeah, to step absolutely. Far, far away. <laughs> you need yeah, to step and from what I can see, like her, you know, her face was everywhere on this website yeah um I I don't see her at all um I I know that is her because I've been looking at Erin Condren stuff like but her her head is cut off mm-hmm. like, you can't see her actual face but I you know I know it's her because all yeah. her pictures was everywhere but right. but yeah her face is nowhere near on that um website from what I can see but that's that's the only way it's gonna recover from that mm-hmm. like fully recover in the name change yeah fully recover because I just I I just don't know even at one point I would even be comfortable being affiliated with the Aaron Conjure company if if she popped back in and was back in the mix because 
what she did was bad. We're not gonna rehash that whole thing, but it was bad, bad, bad. And it just it just spoke a lot to her her character and her values and her mm-hmm. priorities. And I'm not saying that she's a terrible person, but she did a extremely terrible, reckless, selfish thing. Yeah. And she ugh. I just, yeah, she she gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the only way. That's the only way. If she was a regular employee or something mm-hmm. like that, she would have been fired. Absolutely. But since it's her company, absolutely. If she was a CEO, we would have already got a statement about her for real stepping down, like yeah. gone mm-hmm. from the company. And they, it would have been a, um, a forced step down. It would have been a, uh, they asked me to step down type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. so it would have absolutely been that if she was the CEO but the only reason why it's not like that is because it's her company and at the end of the day it's her decision um what she does but yeah they they gotta be talking to her letting her know that you know even if you want to stay you know working with the company you cannot be the face of it anymore girl that's a wrap yeah and, and I know over. that gotta be hard for her too because if yeah. I build the company up this is I'm sure it's her baby too. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be really hard for me to completely step down, but mm-hmm. that's the way it's gonna work. I mean, life is full of con- life is full of choices and consequences. Mm-hmm. Every choice that you make has some type of uh, consequence. So she made a huge bad choice. So there's gonna come a huge bad consequence yeah. with it. That's not anybody's fault but hers. So. Absolutely. And remember that. So why are you judging people for using Aaron Condor planners? It is not anybody's choice. No. Well, it was not anybody's mm-hmm. choice but hers. And but hers, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. So what we also we want to do, we have gotten some uh, reviews from iTunes. So before we Yay! wrap up everything, I'm going to read out a couple of these reviews. Well, I'm going to read out all of them. It's only six. So once again, if you all want to be shouted out on our podcast, leave us an iTunes review. Let us know how much you love the podcast and make sure you leave your Instagram name on there and we will absolutely shout you out. We appreciate y'all support so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you for leaving the reviews. It it helps us get more people seeing the podcast. Absolutely. All right, so this first one um, comes from Rowdy Plans, R-O-U-D-Y Plans. She said, the podcast I've been waiting for. I'm so happy to have a podcast that feels like chatting with friends about an interest I love. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you so much, girl. That's so sweet. Yes, thank you. So sweet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, the next one is from um, Miss Divine Jewels underscore plants. She said, timely and engaging discussion on the white elephant in the room. She was talking about... uh, (laughs) episode one the racism in the planet community yes girl thank you um let's see the next one says um this is from sandra.d planners and wine listen to them such an amazing podcast you feel like you're talking to your girlfriends and you find yourself laughing and mm humming a lot (laughs) (laughs) very proud of meg and myra keep it up ladies thank you so much thank you and yeah, I feel her on that one because those are the best podcasts where it seems like you just talking to them. Yeah. Know, they, they cannot <laughs> hear you, but you'd be like, yes, girl. And then it's... <laughs> we hear you y'all. We hear y'all. Well, we hear y'all though. Thank you. <laughs> okay, the next one is from, um, her Instagram name is L-C-U-S-P-A-R-D, a.k.a. Lisa Marie. 
Um, she said, y'all have me cracking up. I am really enjoying the podcast. It feels like I'm hanging out with my friends talking about planners. I find myself commenting as if I'm there too. So fun. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thank you, girl. Thanks. Uh, the next one is from Amy is a lady. She said, loving the new podcast. Found this when Julie Plans shared it in her stories, and I figured this would be a great start on my Saturday. Just finished listening to Planner Get an episode and love the insights shared. Excited to get more episodes. Thank you so much, girl. Yes, thank you. Shout out to Julie for um sharing that. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Julie <laughs> Plans. Julie underscore plants. Follow her also. We love her. Yes. The last one comes from Curious Mouse. She said, Love. This is a great podcast. Out of all the Planner Chat podcasts I've listened to, this is the one. It's so real, such great perspectives, and I just love listening. Highly recommend. Yes. Thank That's you. I'm about to, y'all are so sweet. <laughs> y'all really are. Y'all really are. I'm just, I'm still at all that um, you guys are really enjoying and really listening. And We're so happy. Yes, we are so happy. And I'm, I'm so excited for the future of this and getting into more lighthearted stuff too. I'm excited for that. So. Me too. Me too. That's it's been fun listening. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. It's been very heavy times in the planner world, but it, it, I feel like getting a little bit lighter. So um, yeah, we'll definitely be back to talk to y'all next week oh, and let y'all know what's going on in the planner community. Bye guys. Have a good week. Bye.